world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Gun for Hire Radio, episode 515, our highest episode number yet. It's a record. So if you saw my teaser for the show, I talk about unity and activism and how uh, we eat our own in the 2A community. And I'm not going to talk too much about that today because I'm going to have some stinking bombshells to discuss next week about some call in the pot, kettle black, etc., 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 but uh, we'll get into that a little later. We have more important stuff to talk about right now. I want to talk about the range. So, Sandy, you got a tour of the new edition. I did. What are you thinking? I like it. You like it? I like it very much. So we're sheetrocking and spackling right now. And uh, I've heard a lot of haters and uh, naysayers say it would never get done. But phase one will be done by July. And phase one, we are not going. What's that whole pandemic thing that uh, kind of cut in the way? That's part of part of it. Part of it. Part of it. That's that's part of it. And, uh, that's that. Um, is that okay? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Something just happened. I just had a '70s flashback, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and when it, I dropped weird. my glass pipe. Okay. Um, so maybe they did something with the electric. We will not have. We are in the studio today. We've got. We to are in the studio. We will not have member ports. We will not have special member hours for like a measly hour in the morning. We will have a 15 port, 25 yard rubber backstop member only range that will be available 363 days a year 84 hours a week 84 hours a week yes for members members only 20 yes 15 ports 25 yards and it's a rubber trap so you'll be able to get rid of that green tip steel jacketed steel core and bimetal stuff that you've been buying during covid You'll be able to shoot it here. Or you can drop all the green tip off from me, and I'll trade it in for that nasty other stuff. Nice. The new edition will also have a 10-port overflow range. Mm. And then, of course, the existing Gun for Hire range will have 13 ports for renters, as well as six ports at 25 yards for uh, everybody else. Well, uh, 50 yards, excuse me. That's four ranges, 44 Ports. 15 of the 44 ports, I repeat, are members only because membership has its privileges. Remember, members do not pay for FFL transfers. They only pay the $16 illegal New Jersey NICS fee. <laughs> yeah, the redundant illegal. Yes. Now, which we're, we're going to talk about that, too. Now, the new range will also have a pop-up quarantine food 
court every weekend. We will be showcasing different quarantine call restaurants, products, and services. We will have a large lounge and refreshment area. We will also have 220 parking spaces. We will have gun lockers for members Ooh. and non-members a lot, like alike it. for short-term and long-term storage. We will have many, many other surprises in the large retail area to come. I can't talk about them right now, but many surprises. We're going to have a huge 6,000-square-foot retail area, and we're also going to come up with a members' buyers' club. Right now, members have the... the uh, privilege of doing transfers for and only paying the uh, transfer fee right. when you buy something from an FFL and have it shipped here like gun broker or you know buds guns you only pay the $16 illegal fee you don't pay anything else but we're going to have more we're going to have a buyer's club now that? that we have the room. I can't talk about it right oh, now, okay. but it's coming. So it's just a tease. <clears throat> a tease, yes. And then, of course, phase two, which will be next year, two more ranges on the second floor where we're going to start doing leagues and competitions and oh, totally all kinds cool. of stuff like that. There will be meeting rooms, party rooms, and a 6,000-square-foot members-only cigar lounge. So I repeat, we're not just going to have measly member hours like an hour in the morning on a Saturday or Sunday. You're going to have your own members-only range, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, get with it. So I want to, <laughs> I want to talk about a uh, couple of things that are happening. First of all, the Closet Cape Crusader. If I Google my name, Seder, would, it, would it show up at your range? No, only if you Google my name. Oh. I was in Dallas, Texas, and I Googled my name, and another range in New Jersey comes up with a paid <laughs> advertising. They're paying for advertising throughout the entire country. <laughs> Because uh, my name bothers them so much. Just, okay? Yeah. You can't make and that they up. they wonder why they're going broke. So let's talk about duplicity hmm. uh, in the federal and state government. The Closet Cape Crusader, Senator Cory Booker, proposed a federal gun license while criticizing voter ID laws. Yeah, of course. There it is. So to have an ID to vote is racist. Right. But to have an ID to, to exercise, exercise a your constitutional, constitutional right, right. <laughs> is acceptable. They don't. Well, aren't they both constitutional rights? Right. <laughs> they don't see this. They don't see this for what it is. You know. No. And uh, I'm no fan of Booker, and Booker is no fan of me. Him and no, Menendez yeah. both know me by first name. Oh by yes, the way. they do. Yes. Uh, they are not fans. Yes. Yeah. No. yeah. I know. I get beat up online. I don't do anything for the Second Amendment, but I do know that those people don't like me. Okay. Uh, that of, of what little I have done over the past thirty years, yeah. I do know that they don't like me. I've managed to get under their skin, yeah. including Steve Phillip. The oh, mayor yeah. of oh, Jersey yeah. City. Oh, he's really we, well, can't. you know that. He, yeah. I have, <laughs> I have people that are members of my range that are high donors of both political parties because they own construction businesses. Yeah, and yeah. in other New Jersey, businesses, you've got real to pay. estate. Yeah, and uh, I've heard firsthand. And for those people out there that don't take a stand out there, and I don't expect you to do it because I own a gun range. I'm an NRA board member, vice president of the state NRA. I'm used to it. I'm okay with, with right. it. I, I don't mind getting attacked from the anti-gun community. I just mind getting attacked from the pro-gun community. Yeah, well, there's that. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Booker is calling for licensing an ID to own a gun, merely possess a gun, oh. but you shouldn't have the same if you want to vote because no. that would make no, you would be a, racist. a racist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Wow, what's going on here? This is really, really uh, interesting. The U.S. Supreme Court has denied a petition for cert from New Jersey Attorney General Gruber Gruel. 
Uh, he lost in court, and he didn't even post anything on his social media pages. Oh, no. Yes. Gee, in his, he usually posts when he wins. Could you imagine, in his effort to escape the jurisdiction of the Fifth Circuit of Appeals in the ongoing First Amendment case brought by Defense Distributed and the Second Amendment Foundation, Alan Gottlieb, the Fifth Circuit had ruled unanimously that Gruel, because of his efforts to prevent distribution of materials related to the 3D printing of firearms, was subjected to the jurisdiction of the Texas courts. Defense Distributed is headquartered in Texas. Gruel tried to move it to a more liberal court. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah. It didn't work. Not, that's right. And uh, SAF Alan Gottlieb said, it's not every day you beat a state attorney general at the Supreme Court, okay? <laughs> uh, especially when he had been supported by other anti-state gun AGs, New York, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Mexico, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., and, Wash- and the District of Columbia and Washington State. They all were <laughs> piled on, yeah. and Gruel et al., they lost. <laughs> okay? And this is about distributing uh, prints <clears throat> for 3D printing of firearms, a First Amendment case. So uh, Gruel got spanked. It's nice to see him get spanked once in a while because we're usually the ones on the receiving oh, yeah. end we're of the losses. Usually the ones, yes, you know? absolutely. On the no Vaseline <laughs> line. Correct. Now, another one. Let's talk about the Ninth Circuit, or also known as the Ninth Circus. It's interesting because uh, we know that there's a lot of cases bouncing around right now. Uh, by the way, uh, New Jersey has uh, New, New Jersey. The Supreme Court has in conference the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association case right now, uh, and they relisted it after a week. And as Dan Schmutter says, it could take weeks and weeks before they decide to either take it or deny cert. But they have it right now. And again, Thomas must be fuming because the Supreme Court hasn't taken a two-way case in forever. But Here's a good case for us right now. The en banc Ninth Circuit last week held that the Second Amendment does not extend to open public firearm carry. This, this is the case. We, how long have we been following Young versus Hawaii? Sandy? Oh, forever. All right. Okay. It, it complaints the circuit's en banc for five years, Peruta versus San Diego, which held that concealed carry is outside the Second Amendment, according to the Ninth Circuit. Carrying arms in public for self-defense is not within the scope of the right protected by the Second Amendment. This is what an en banc panel said. Now, the Ninth Circuit's nickname uh, in conservative circles is the Ninth Circus. Their, uh, their rulings are overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court almost 80% of the time. Right, because you're so outlandish. Correct. Outlandish. Great word. All right, so by statute. Hawaii has a restrictive may-issue carrying license system, very similar to New Jersey, Mm -hmm. everybody. So everybody listen to what I'm saying. If an applicant proves sufficient urgency or need, then a police chief may issue a permit. Does that sound familiar? Very familiar. Right. In practice, Hawaii is a never-issue state. (laughs) Yeah, right. Carry permits are issued to security guards for use while on duty and never to private citizens. Very similar to New Jersey, unless you're politically connected. So, the decision, Young avoids quoting the language from the Supreme Court's District of Columbia versus Heller, and this is directly on point. Although we do not undertake an exhaustive historical analysis today of the full scope of the Second Amendment, then why are you on the Ninth right. Circuit? Yeah, right? exactly. Nothing in our opinion should be taken to cast doubt on longstanding prohibitions on the possession of firearms by felons and the mentally ill. Totally off-key. 
The exceptions prove the rules stated in Heller. Ordinary Americans, not just the militia, have Second Amendment rights, but felons and the mentally ill can be excluded from that right. Rather than addressing the above language, Young misleadingly says that Heller authorized bans on possession in sensitive places. They misconstrued yeah. the felons and mentally handicapped people shouldn't have guns. They misconstrued that. All right. Well, they twisted it. Of course. They, they really understood twisted it. it. They just twisted it. Also missing from Young is what the Supreme Court said about the right to carry in 1857, <clears throat> Dred Scott versus Sanford. Jay, this is right up Jay Factor's alley, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. By the way, Jay Factor was just denied his carry permit, and he's going through the appeal process. So you're going to see this case. Uh, Jay Factor, I can't thank you enough. Mark Cheeseman, New Jersey Firearms. Uh, uh, wow. Syndicate. I can't thank you guys enough. They put another case out there that they're going to try to get to the U.S. Supreme Court. Excellent. Uh, Jay has been updating me. Once we're back steady in the studio, we're going to have him on, by the way. So missing from the Young ruling on Bonk panel is what the Supreme Court said about the right to carry in uh, Dred Scott versus Sanford. Young cites Dred Scott while observing that the early Supreme Court really exercised its power of judicial, judicial review of federal statutes, yet Young neglects to mention that one of Chief Justice Taney's reasons for holding that free blacks were not citizens was that if they were, they would have the right to keep and carry arms wherever they want. Mm. Okay? Sound familiar? All gun control is racist. Yeah. This is back in 1857. That's right. All right. Now, another one for J. Factor. Young's lengthy survey of legal history begins in medieval England. The thesis of Young is that the, 1930, the 1328 Statute of Northampton. J. Factor has these books, by the way. Yeah, he actually uh, does. Okay. Statute of Northampton. <laughs> His wife doesn't know about it. But <laughs> Outlawed all gun carrying except by persons in government service. Further, argues Young, the prohibition against carry, carrying was part of an English law ever since was adopted in the American colonies and continued to be widely enforced to prohibit carry well into the 19th century. The problem with the thesis is that after 1600, the English courts did not so interpret the statute. Rather, it was applied only to carriers who used a breach of the peace that terrorized the public. So it was only against criminals. Right. But that back in 1615, you weren't a criminal. You breached the peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today you're not a criminal so, either. So this is going back and back, back and forth, going back to the 1300s, 1700s. I know Jay Factor is all, all into this. So it's very important. This case is important. We have a carry case with New York State Rifle and Pistol. Jersey has a carry case coming up again. Jay Factor has a carry case. But, again, his is still at the, uh, the town level. Yeah. And it will be going before a judge um, where he's going to appeal it. So I, I commend him for that. But uh, – our buddy Avi is really being banged around, and yeah, uh, John, really yeah, everybody who's been following Avi from Freehold Township, John Petrolino uh, spent numerous hours with Avi. I think on the phone. I'm not sure if they met, but uh, the videos came out, and Avi was denied, and now they keep moving the goalposts, and he's probably never going to get a permit in New Jersey, which yeah. is is horrible. Yeah, he's probably um, going to be banned, put on some sort of a list where he's he's ineligible, becomes an ineligible person. Yeah, you nineteen-year-old know, kid, no record. Right. And uh, excuse me, John wrote a whole article about him. How we, you know, it was on Reddit first, and then we 
talked about it on Gunfire Radio after somebody sent it to me. And then Avi and I started communicating. And I put Avi in, in, in contact with other two-way people and organizations. And, of course, I put him in, in contact with uh, Ammo Land and John Petrolino because I want his story to get out and get support. Um, we're waiting to see if a, um, a GoFundMe starts for Avi so we can support him because he's going to need it. For his, uh, his legal yeah, defense, for his legal obviously. Defense. Yeah, he's a 19 but, year old kid. You know, we're we're all going to be behind him 100 uh, percent to uh, to get this done. Uh, we knew it was going to happen, and uh, there's really nothing we we can do about it at this point except uh, uh, hope him the best, hope for him that the best. Now another uh, thing that happened: NJ2AS Alexander Rubian. They've been pushing for a long time to get rid of the firearms ID card in New Jersey. And um, we all argue that we shouldn't have a firearms ID card at all. We should just put our an ID that you're a resident of New Jersey should be able to go and buy a gun and do your next check and leave. Right. And the next check shouldn't go through the state police and charge the illegal $16. <laughs> it go through the normal check. It should be like 49 other states where right. you use your ID, you show that you live in New Jersey, you go boom, inside, boom, boom, you pick boom. out Done. a gun, you do a next check and you leave. And the next check goes to the federal government. Right. For you new <clears> listeners <throat> out there, right now when you buy a gun in New Jersey, we contact the state NICS unit who charges an illegal $16. And then the state NICS unit contacts federal NICS unit, gets the approval, and sends it back to the state police, and the state police send it back to us. Well, they have less hours. Kind of like a middleman. <laughs> it is a middleman, an illegal middleman. Yeah. Because our NICS checks are paid under the Pittman-Robinson Act. Right. Uh, right. With taxes, with, uh, with our hunting licenses and our firearms ID cards, also tax when you buy guns, ammo, targets, anything. Yeah. There's a small tax that's paid Pittman-Robinson. <clears throat> So it's illegal, and the other thing is the state police unit is not open the same hours as the federal NICS unit, right. so businesses can't make as much money on holidays and right. Black Friday, right. and rather than it being a instant background check, it's a not-so-instant background check. <laughs> In many cases, a week long. Five days right now. Yeah, that's five, there, It's five days to get an approval. Uh, so question I have asked everybody to get a background check. If you were pulled over by a police officer today... Would it take five days to get a background check? Would the cop have to stay standing alongside your car Order in. in the highway for five days waiting for your background check? Or would it happen before he got out of the car? A right delayed is yeah. a right denied. Right. right? We all know this. So we got an alert from the state police this week as an FFL that we're going to go with an EFID card now, like we have E-pistol permits, electronic pistol permits okay so anybody applying now for an fid card is going to get a I guess a digital or an email or something now let's argue both ends of the points a lot of people online were like this is still bs it's not a win is it truly a win no it's not truly a win because the other scary thing is that if you if they deem you do something wrong they can disable it in about a half a second <laughs> yeah, exactly. one keystroke alexander berardi <laughs> not allowed Done. to purchase right. anymore but here's I'm going to take this approach with Alexander Rubian. We're fighting little at a time, and we know we have this combined lawsuit. We're going to talk about that contest in a little while. But now, once you're approved digitally, you don't have to go to police department to pick it up. You don't have to have an excuse that the police office, the chief is on vacation. You don't have to have a, another officer to sign it or whatever. So it will take out that delay because now the state police is going to send you an email. Here's your FID card. 
In the old days, the state police would send a police chief that you're approved, and then when the permit officer or the police chief get around to it, they'd open up the file yeah, drawer, they'll get notify the rubber stamp. you, <laughs> and they'll notify you that your FID card right. is ready for pickup. Right. And they'll say, well, you can't pick it up now because the chief has to sign that he's on his three month vacation. Or the or the R and I guy is uh, busy right now. He's he's, he's in, doing janitor duty or correct. something else. Yeah. So we do have a time saver there. So just like I want to know how long permits are taking from people, I need feedback from our listeners. Anybody has friends, family, spouses that are applying and now they're going to get the EFID, I want to know how long it's going uh, to take. Okay? So are they going to mail a hard copy, do you know, of that? Or, or how do you... How do you There's show? There's no the, more hard copy. It's uh, it's it's digital. So then, when you go to a, a we'll know as a dealer. We can look you up. Oh, okay. And we can see if you have an FID card or not. Just like we can look up your electronic permits. Okay. When you buy a gun, I can look up and go, "Oh, Sandy, you have three permits. Okay. Your last gun was purchased 29 days. Come back in 30 in two more days. That, by the way, for you new gun owners, that's called gun rationing. Yeah, right. It's one gun a month is gun rationing. Right. I need to see where one gun a month uh, lowers crime. One handgun a month. Having a yeah. waiting period um, for your first gun almost makes sense, although I disagree with it. It makes sense because, all right, there, it's a cool-down period, let's say. But if I own a gun, why do I have to wait 31 <laughs> days before I buy a second one? <laughs> right. And, and if there are two guns on sale, I can only buy one. Correct. Yeah. Or I have to apply for an exemption through the state police, which is going to take more than 30 days anyway. Right, exactly. So I'll just, might as well just buy one a month. <laughs> right. Exactly. Now, there's no restriction on how many rifles or shotguns I can buy. <laughs> so if I was going to go postal, I could buy 15 <laughs> ARs and 22 shotguns, but only one handgun. Or a Barrett. Again, this is all yeah a Barrett. This is all feel good legislation that we just do over and over and over and over again to screw people up. All right, because right? again, it's not guns they hate; it's us they hate. Oh man, did they hate us? So a lot of people know we've been having uh, this raffle, and. Uh, so five 2A organizations got together and said, let's get rid of New Jersey's permitting scheme where you need this FID card. So the state police obviously pushed through with pressure from NJ2AS, digital FID card, because now they're going to say, well, see, now you don't need the, you don't need to sue us yeah. to remove. We, we, right. we fixed it kind right. of almost yeah. in our favor. Uh, well, yeah. it doesn't work that way. So here's the deal. NJ2AS. CNJFO, ANJRPC, Firearms Policy Conference, and Second Amendment Foundation. Five 2A groups got together to show unity, put egos aside, differences aside. All issued five press press, press releases. All five were working in lockstep to get rid of the firearm permitting scheme. I said that I'm going to have a raffle. I have a seven-foot Spartan Dory exact duplicate that Henry Montefront donated, and I'm going to have one of my first crime-proof books autographed. It's a set, and the winner is going to get both of them, take a picture, the whole bit. Now, I said that last week. I've received well over 100 emails from people that donated. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. If you donate to NJ2AS, you get one entry. If you donate to NJ2AS and ANJRPC, you get two entries, and so on and so forth. All you have to do is email Anthony at gunforhire.com a copy of the receipt. If you don't want to see how much the amount is, you can block it off. I don't care, but I'm putting them all in a folder, 
and then we're going to put all the names in a barrel or a basket or something, and we're going to have a drawing. We'll videotape it. The first four people, Matt Beeb, three entries, Mike McKay, two entries, Rich Ford, two entries, Jim DiGiulio, five entries. <laughs> Jim, you're such an overachiever. <laughs> he's, he's just he's out of control. And about 85 other people have sent me emails already. So all you have to do is go online, donate five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks. I don't care. And then send me a copy of the receipt, and we'll put it in. I don't know where we're going to have the drawing yet. Maybe it'll be at the grand opening of the oh, new range. Yeah, that's cool. Which is July. Yeah. I'll have the winner come in, and we'll do a, a, a photo op or something. But you will win a tip of the spear from the tip of the spear, signed. Henry, you're going to be there that day also because you made the uh, dory. Uh, so support those who support you. The five groups are all fighting together. Uh, this is could be a great step in the right direction. So I want everybody to continue in that direction. Now, <laughs> talking about everybody fighting in the in the same direction, um, I'm always getting beat up. You know that, right, Sandy? Oh, yeah. We all know that. I, and, I, and I don't care, all right? Uh, but it's too funny how people from our own side, supposedly from our own side, beat us up all of the time and uh i see it happening more and more lately and i'm going to be uh next week i'm doing some investigative stuff right now but next week i'd really really like to comment on it i think we all should be thinking about it before we're quick to attack the new person who posts what we deem a stupid question on uh social media that mm. they're a new shooter uh before we argue uh something back and forth um, who did this right, who did this wrong or something, I really think that we should all think about what we're doing because we tend to eat our own on the right. And we, uh, this is my statement, basically. We in the pro-2A community witness a few times a day the calling out and canceling of people that share our values by the left that are trying to destroy our very existence with threats of losing our jobs, reputation, family, and community. But not so fast. Many on our side are just as guilty of what we protest. The left has an almost perfect record of unity. Have we not observed them turning a blind eye to pedophiles in their own party so as not to hurt their cause? Yep. Yes, it's despicable, but a reality of their unity. Yes. In my 30-plus years of two-way activism, I've been attacked rather viciously by the left numerous times with hit articles, death threats, Damaged vehicles, exclusion from organizations, exclusion from clubs and civic groups, bogus police reports filed against me, etc., etc. But for the betterment of the cause, I have always stayed the course. Of late, I have witnessed more and more attacks from the very people I assumed were on the same team as me. I have been saying for years, in the 2A community, we eat our own, and we wonder why we almost, almost lose. We will never win without unity. Of course, we know all the national and state-level 2A groups have infighting and outfighting issues, too. You get my point. But the newly accepted target is individual 2A activists, and the cancel culture has moved deep into our own circles where a writer, that's in uh, parentheses, under the guise of sharing the real truth, will report on a non-story for clickbait with any contrived or manufactured story. I am an anomaly, and I will, and this will not make me stop fighting for the cause, for now. But what does this say to any young 2A warrior out there? I may be next, so why fight? 
Why give 30 years, time lost with family and friends? Who needs this shit? Until we learn to unite and stand behind each other like our enemy, we will be resolved to the fate of the legendary Shih Tzu bird. The last Shih Tzu bird was sighted over the Pacific during World War II as it flew into a tighter and tighter circle until it flew into its own arse and disappeared. <laughs> and that's where we're going to be. That's we're right. going to end up like the Shih Tzu bird, if you don't believe it. <clears throat> so we got to attack our own now. Oh, it's clickbait. Oh, it looks good. This one's a shill for this. I've been accused of being a shill. Okay, <laughs> yeah. 30 years of my shill life. For the NRA. Okay. I tried to join an exclusive shooting club in New York City, Tierra Isengo, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I was denied because yeah. of my Second Amendment activism. And it's a gun range. Right. Because right. I was too loud and too pushy yep. and, and, and too right. And you would draw too much... Um too much attention to the Correct. Correct. False police reports, death threats, suspicious packages, <laughs> car speed. <laughs> I've seen it all. Oh, yeah. I've seen it all. And you know what? Whatever. Whatever. Right. I'll do what I got to do. I'm not going to change. You're not going to wear me down. For now. Right. Okay. For now. So. Let's talk about, uh, let's see, I got Ruby in. How much time we got left, Baba Booey? We've got uh, about two minutes. So you talk about cancel culture? Yeah. How about the USA Today? This is from USA Today. Race and inclusion editor fired for controversial tweet about Boulder shooting. She's the race and inclusion <laughs> editor. And she tweeted, when the Boulder shooter, before we know who, knew who he was, she tweeted, it's always an angry white man. Always. Ex-editor, Hamel Javari, said on Monday. Mm. So this is the person who's in charge of uh, yeah. race and inclusion. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay? And she got fired for that. That's how the cancel culture works. So now she's on the left, and the left is attacking her. There's nobody in the right running the cancel culture. We are canceling right. ourselves on the right yeah. in the cancel culture right. because of our egos and our bullshit. We don't need no help. Correct, yeah. and for clickbait. Right. It's bad right. enough, it's bad enough yes. all these years I've been attacked yes. on the left. Right. But now waking up every day and not knowing who on the right is supposedly in our team. And a lot of the attacks, mm -hmm. you know where a lot of the attacks come from on me? is because I'm an NRA board member. Yeah, right. Because there's so many people right now that hate the NRA. And you want to know one, one of the reasons, listen, has the NRA made mistakes? Hell yeah. But you want to know the real reason why most people hate the NRA? is because publications that are funded by Bloomberg, like The Trace, create that narrative that the NRA needs yeah. to go. Right. And the left follows it and takes debate, and many on the right follow it as well. Oh, of course. Okay? Because they don't believe 99% of the shit they read from the Washington Post but if the trace puts a hit piece out about the NRA or an NRA board member, oh, now we believe that. And you have to remember, too, there are a tremendous number of left gun owners now. Come to my range. Yeah. Come to my range. We're 14 miles from New York City. And They're get all here. About, yeah, and get They're educated about what here. reality is. But yeah. I know I've been accused of everything. and I, Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> That's not going to stop. We eat our own. But I'm probably going to have a breaking story next week for you. Because oh, I'm, I'm a victim of a botch job. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Oh, yeah.
For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. And there we are. We're back. All right, I got a bunch of housekeeping because I have two great learning segments today that I want to cover. Well, First, I have I have a request for a learning segment. Yes. What was it? I would like to know, and I know it's not in the book, so I'm putting you on the spot here. But uh, I would like to know if, uh, since there are so many people selling their homes right now, somebody close to me included, um, do you have any safety tips for you know when your home is being shown? Because today, you know, you can't when you know when a realtor is showing your home, you can't be in the home, and you know. I, what if you're not there? Do you have any safety tips? So that that's going to be my request for you. Well, let's do it now, and then we'll housekeeping later. Since we no, so we'll do the housekeeping. Okay, we'll you sure. Save that for later. Okay. So Marty's V. Well, it gives me time to think. Good. Yeah, Mar Marty's V Burger. Marty's V Burger Mention Gun for Hire. Gun for Hire Radio. Twenty percent off. He is in Manhattan, but also on Fridays he's at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park. Marty brings me lunch every Friday. It's my one healthy meal of the week. <laughs> Thank you, Marty. <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's true. 
It is New York Tech Defense. If you live in New York, New York City, nytechdefense.com. Enter Gun for Hire rate, Gun for Hire in the code and get 10% off your monthly membership. If you live in the other 49 states, U.S. Law Shield. Mention U.S. Law Shield and mention Gun for Hire and get 10% off. My buddy, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. His book is available here at The Range. And it's also available on Amazon. But if you're in the area, buy it for friends and family members. Anyone that owns a gun should own a copy of Decoding Firearms. Absolutely. Uh, Sandy, you like your knife? I love my knife. So Doug Ritter is designing knives and selling them. A Hogue is uh, manufacturing for him. And Sandy and I both got these beautiful Doug Ritter knives. And, you know, Doug is also the uh, the founder and president of Knife Rights. And he also made the app called Legal Blade. So support those who support you. Speaking of which, the great one, Evan Knappen, the Gun Lawyer Podcast. Every Sunday when Evan posts it on social media, I share it far and wide. And Abby Knappen, who runs his social media pages, thanks me for it. Thank you, Nat. <laughs> uh, the new page is up, quarantinecrawl.com. We're up to 320 businesses, products, and services. All right, 320. The other day, somebody sent me a, an email. What was, the, what was the page again? Because I need an electrician in Mars County. Boom, quarantinecrawl.com. Boom, call Carrie Electric, C-A-R-E-Y, from Denville. Taking care of it for them. Nice. That's how it works. That's we have over exactly eighty eating establishments. Speaking of eating, my man Laszlo <laughs> dropped me off. His dad is um, elderly. Dad smoked an Easter ham for me. Oh no way! Oh yeah, and I will be consuming it for Easter. Oh wow! Just want that you to know, Laszlo makes is, like the best sausages. Oh my god. Oh. Laszlo owns Monster Coatings, who happens to be on the quarantine crawl. Mm. Custom floor finishes, uh, epoxy, you name it, he does it. See, this is how we keep it in yes. the family. Right. My book, CrimeProofBook.com, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. Pre-orders, ladies and gentlemen. This week, I will have an actual printed, manufactured book in my hand. How nice. As soon as I approve that, they're going to start binding them and everything else. And then a few weeks later, we will have the books and we will start shipping and alerting you to pick them up. If you haven't ordered one or 10 or 20, you better do it now because only pre-orders are going to be autographed by me. We'll negotiate later on with other stuff. But right now, that's what's happening. Get on our super secret list. The email address is sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. Sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. I need glove size, shoe size. What's your favorite <laughs> chewing tobacco? Um, anything else you want to put in there, I'll take it. Rabbi Bendori, because everybody needs a rabbi, by the way. Uh, happy Easter and Passover for everybody out there. Yep. 22 days, 22 miles for $22. Join in our fight through a 22 challenge. It, be a part of our mission to stop the 22 <clears throat> daily suicides among veterans and first responders. The website is irf22.org. irf22.org. Uh, remember, Phil Rizzo is running for governor of New Jersey. I endorsed him. Check out Jersey Rizzo. He could be our next governor. Remember, when we vote in the primaries, we vote for who we want. Whoever wins the primary and becomes the heir apparent as the Republican contender, that's who we all have to get behind and vote. But right now, do the primaries. Vote whoever you want. I'm endorsing Rizzo. Sandy, you have a fundraiser. What's it called? I have more. Oh, Al Alonzo bought me a baseball bat with the Second Amendment and barbed wire wrapped around it with my name on it. <laughs> Lucille. And he dropped it off to me as a belated birthday gift, and he dropped off another 
huge box of PPE I equipment. See that. Thank, Thank you, you Alfonso Alonso. That's fantastic. So, Sandy, what's the place? And it is GoFundMe.com and search for VHS of Ocean County. We're raising money to provide care to veterans, uh, in-home care and memory care for veterans uh, who are in desperate need. These are people who are... You know, they've lost most of their family members who are far away, and they've lost most of their friends. And, and uh, you know, a, a visit from a visiting nurse or a home health aide or, or just a, a, a day to, you know, a, a memory care center means a tremendous amount to these people and their families. Um, it costs about 100 bucks a day, but anything you can do... Uh, five bucks, ten bucks is certainly appreciated. The PPE is definitely appreciated. Um, you know, the organization is so thankful for everything that's coming. And these veterans are just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's heartwarming to you know just just to see them. So support those who support you. We really appreciate the people dropping stuff off. And for you that dropped stuff off when I wasn't here. I just want to thank you because when I come in, the guys or girls up front will be like, somebody dropped off masks, somebody <laughs> dropped off gloves, somebody dropped off sanitizer. I'm like, cool, thank you so much. I, I, yeah, I really, really appreciate, do it. appreciate it. I try to be here all the time. I pull about 60 hours a week. Uh, that's Every a now and then you go to the toilet. We're so weak. But uh, it's, it's not easy sometimes, but I, I, I love you all and I appreciate it. CNJFO, I'm going to try to make this. The D.C. project is coming to New Jersey, and guess who's going to be there? Dick Heller. Get out. Yes. D.C. project. Dave Rosenthal for Blackwire Media, editor-in-chief, CNJFO. Please join CNJFO in the battle to educate, not legislate, by supporting the D.C. project's mission in whatever way you can. Tickets for their exclusive cocktail party with Dick Heller are on sale now. CNJFO.com. Just look for the event. Who else? You're going to have remarks by Gabby Franco, D.C. Project Delegates. Uh, this is sponsored by Coalition New Jersey Firearms Owners, Blackstone Investigations Group, Elite Tactical Academy. That's Dave Cox in Pennsylvania. Mm. Legacy Indoor Range and Armory. I believe it's in Sinanin and in Ensign. Uh, John Petrolino, Decoding Firearms, Rock Firearm Training, Seplavuda Inc., Second Amendment Institute, Sig Sauer, and Springfield Armory. So go on the CNJFO page and make a donation or buy a ticket to go to this event because this is how we do it, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. All right, support those who support you. So I got a couple of letters, and then we're going to go learning. You ready? Got it. All right, this is – remember I wrote yet last week about Declan? About Declan and his uh, his running in the marathons, yeah, tethered yeah. to someone yeah. with vision. So he wrote, cool. He wrote, hello, Anthony. Hope this message finds you doing well. Just wanted to write in and say thank you for the shout-out on episode 514. The fact that you took the time to not only read the article but shout-out Achilles, New Jersey, on your show means a lot. Hopefully, we're a renowned podcast host such as yourself. Shining the spotlight on us can help uh, can help not only the general public, but those in the veteran community also. You definitely are an inspiration to all of us in the fitness and firearms community. Never give up the fight, just like you and I have been banned from Twitter, but that won't <laughs> stop me from helping to spread the word on other social media platforms. That's right. If there's anything you ever need help with, I'd be more than glad to assist. Stay strong, and thanks again for all you do. 
all the best, Declan. Declan, you inspire me. I'm a lightweight compared to you, bro. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I lost a ton of weight. I hold it off, and I, I fight as much as I can for the 2A. But I see your post every day where you're running and, and, and you're doing this with the Achilles Foundation. So keep crushing it. Please keep us posted, and I will keep our fans posted. Uh, and if anybody wants to check them out, uh, please do uh, check out their organization, which is Achilles, New Jersey. And you'll see pictures of Declan, this handsome bastard up there. <laughs> this one's from Mark Grabowski. I personally want to thank you for setting everything up Sunday morning for myself and my son for the 50 Cal Barrett. Rich Olenek was amazing. He greeted myself and my son at the door and walked us through everything step by step the whole way. His service was amazing and very professional. The range officer in the 50 yard went beyond for us. He helped and guided my son with the 50 Cal and took my son's nervousness away. Sorry I didn't catch his name, but he is a great RSO. Makes the day even more enjoyable. I was a member of other ranges, names I won't mention, but range officers make you feel like you're in the military during rifle training. Ruins Isn't the experience. That the case, right? Yep, yep, ruins the experience at the range when yep. range, of, range officers are drill sergeants. Boy, that terrible. All my life, I've well, witnessed absolutely. that. Absolutely. He wrote, "Your staff is beyond professional and polite at all times. Why? That's why I'm proud to be a member and to keep spreading the word to go to Gun for Hire." Oh, and I purchased an extra five rounds of the 50 BMG, so it was a total of 10 rounds we got to shoot. An amazing experience to share with my son. A few attached pictures, some of my son's face after the first shot says it all. Again, thank you and your tremendous staff, Mark Grabowski. Mark, that's what it's all about, brother. Thank yeah. you. Mark had emailed me. It was his son's birthday, and he wanted to get his... Uh, have a special time and um, an we, experience. I was away. He'll remember forever. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And his son—that's what—that's what they really want. Yeah. You know? uh, so, as I have previously mentioned to you, this is from Peter P. I see you at the range. I appreciate all you do for the two A community and for your weekly show. You've been vocal. You have been vocal about your interest in knowing this, the the length of time and the state and corresponding township. For issuing permits. I am a resident of Ringwood Township in Passaic County, and I apply for two permits and an FID address change on 3-5, and I received an email today, 331, notifying me that everything was ready for pickup. I want to thank you again for continuing to fight for our 2A rights here in New Jersey and hope to see you soon. Perf uh, respectfully, Peter P. There's, do you, do you, let me tell you something. There's Again, there's nothing, nothing better than that, getting the feedback. I talk to everybody when they come in the door. And um, I just love two-way people are the best people. So uh, real quick, learning, uh, uh, there's a scam alert before I get into Sandy's because I'm still thinking how I'm going to answer this uh, with yours that you just hit me with, you <laughs> bastard. All right. This is a scam in New Jersey. Like many people, Margot Anderson likes to donate to charitable causes. Every December, at the end of 2020, the Morris Plains woman wrote a $50 donation check to the Packer Collegiate Institute in Brooklyn. And on December uh, 14th, she noticed that the check had been changed from $50 to $5,000. Oh, my God. And it was cashed. Well, if you're using a paper check, which she did, you need to fill out the entire rectangle with the amount. And you need to print out, because people don't know longhand anymore, you need to print <laughs> out right. $50. Dollars, right. and make sure that there's no room for it to be changed from fifty dollars to five thousand dollars. Well, it turns out the school had numerous instances where somebody in their check processing department oh, was yeah. snatching the checks and changing them and uh, depositing them and then stealing the money. 
How easy is that? I guess sometimes electric payments could be more safe. I don't know. Maybe. I tend to be old school, new school, cross back and forth. But it can happen to anyone. Yeah. But when you fill out that check, make sure you fill out the entire space where you write out the amount and in the little rectangle, clear and legible. Take your time. Who would think that you can take a $50 check and turn it into a $5,000 Right. Check? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So scam, scam, scam. So Sandy's asking for tips. All right. So. So this might not be all covered in my book, but most of it in one chapter. I don't have a chapter for selling your house, but almost all of this is covered in my book. Okay. So if you were to read my book cover to cover, you're covered. You'll be able to pick it up. Yes. Bits and so pieces. So let's talk about this. So you're selling your home. Many times when a home is being cased, mm-hmm. uh, well, excuse me, when a home is, being, uh, is for sale, it's being cased as well. Right. Because uh, now this house sells so fast. And- they don't have time to case them. Yeah, yeah, All right? right? When right. me and you go to case the house, it, it gets sold the next day. <laughs> right, exactly. So <laughs> there's, there's nothing we can do with that. So here's the deal. Um, you have to take your house, and the first thing you want to do is remove all prescription meds. I talked about Good this idea. in the show years ago. I used, okay. to do a, I used to do a realtor safety seminar for Crystal Mortgages down in Central Jersey. Yeah. Uh, for years and years I did it, and then he ran into some legal and financial trouble, and he stopped doing them. Uh, but there was a husband and wife team in Tom's River. The husband was a uh, he was a cop at one time, but he lost his job for drug abuse. And the two of them would go to open houses in the senior communities, um, and she would distract the realtor, and he would go and steal the controlled substances oh, from, the, from the from the medicine cabinets. Or, you know, like my parents, you go to their, my, their house, they have all the pills on the kitchen table. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, right. uh, so a little distress. Yeah. yeah, so the first thing you should do is remove all prescription meds and hide them. The next thing is that you should do is you should remove all things that would tip off the presence of firearms in a house. Hmm. You're selling a house anyway. Clean it up. You know what? Get rid of the Smith & Wesson poster in the yeah, game room. Right. If you have yeah. reloading equipment, take it off the bench, duck it. Throw a sheet or a tarp over the bench or whatever, or pack it up and get rid of it. But if people tour the house and they see you're a gun owner and the house is being cased, they'll come back and steal your firearms. Yeah, right. So before you start showing the house, you should get rid of anything that portrays that you're a gun owner. Even, or you the, have N- guns. even the NRA uh, membership. Sandy, everything. The, the magazines, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Correct. You're right. Hunting magazines, whatever. Yeah. You don't want people to know that there's stuff there. Most of the illegal guns on the street are stolen. Yeah. Let's right, face it. They're right. broken. People's houses are yeah. broken into and they're stolen. Uh, what you might want to do is consider like a gun sitters where you can store mm-hmm. your firearms yep. and maybe just keep one or two defensive firearms in simplex safes in the house. Right. But while your house is being sold, put your whole collection in storage. Yeah. Now, in New Jersey, we have to put it in storage. You can't put it in friends' houses because handguns would be a felony <laughs> right. if you put them in a friend or family member's house. Right. All right. But if you're a member of the range here, yeah, so you can. We'll have lockers. Have lockers. Correct. Uh, do you have cameras in the house? Mm-hmm. If you have cameras, use them. Tracy and I were looking at houses in Florida, and we walked in a house with a realtor, and they had a sign hanging up in the hallway that said, "This house is being surveilled twenty four seven, like a nice hand decorated sign." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had drop cams throughout the whole house, and the lights were on. Yeah. So we're obviously being taped, which is uh, I'm okay with it. I'm yeah. not there to go through somebody's underwear drawer anyway. You know, right, I'm right. there to look at the house. But 
if you don't have cameras, go online and order a few camera signs and put them out on the property, front and back, and put one or two in the windows, like front and back door. An amateur will think that you do have cameras, but they're hidden. Right. So right. that that could help you as well. Uh, all your valuables. If you have valuables, if you have anything that has sentimental value, if you have an expensive picture frame, right. uh, if yeah, you have right. watches laying around, jewelry laying around, get rid of it. Lock it up in that safe you have. Put it in a safe deposit box. Put it at the gun sitters or whatever, what your guns or whatever. But for heaven's sake, don't leave it in a house where somebody can open the top of your drawer and grab something. Don't stag it, right. All right, it's going to be very hard to prove who did it, who didn't. Duck all your mail and bills and invitations, okay? Great if I'm idea. a thief, I could take right. a snapshot with my phone yep. of an invitation that you're going to Margot's 50th anniversary party on April 17th. Right, now at I 2 can, p.m. Yes, now I can come back and <laughs> rob the your van house shows that up time. at 2.15. Correct. And likewise, <laughs> if you have anything hanging up on your refrigerator that yeah. says you have an appointment. Remember the woman in Whippany that was, that was hogtied and robbed? Yes. So... Yeah. For you, for you newer listeners or people with short memories, she uh, it was their wedding anniversary, and her husband left for work, and there was a doorbell ring, and she looked out, and there was a van, and there was a guy standing at the front door with flowers, and it was their wedding anniversary. And she opened the door, and she got knocked to the ground, hogtied. The van backed up into the garage, and two gentlemen cleaned the house out from top to bottom. Well, she was tied. This is not that traumatizing, right? Hogtied while your house is being robbed. You don't know if you're going to be raped or killed at that right. point. Yeah, no well, problem. luckily, they didn't rape her or kill her. They left. Husband was trying to contact her, called the police. Police came, found her, untied her. Cops were interrogating, finding out why anybody would do this, et cetera, et cetera. Detective in the um, kitchen, calendar on the fridge, was circled in red, our 25th wedding anniversary or whatever, hmm. with that date on it. Turns out two weeks earlier, they had uh, some construction work done, home renovations done. There you go. Inside job. They yeah. ended up c catching the guys. All right. Today, the digital equivalent of that is posting it on yeah, social media. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So, same thing. Uh, duck all your small electronic devices iPads, phones, uh, little computers, Mac Air laptops, yeah, yeah. Uh, PS5. They'll steal that shit today, <laughs> all right? <laughs> right? Listen, we don't have that. I don't have that stuff, but duck all of that. If you have any devices in your house, like a desktop or a laptop that you're leaving there, make sure there's a password. Right, yeah. Keep it password protected. Right. You want to make sure that they can't just click on your computer and suck info out. Uh, you know, they can also, if you're if it's not protected, they could put a pen drive in and they can suck all your data out right. of the computer. There's a million ways to skin a cat. We don't think this way. Right. Because we don't think like that, right. we end up letting our guard down. All right? After your house has been shown, as soon as the realtor and everybody leaves, top to bottom, check all your windows and doors to make sure none of them have been left unlocked. Mm -hmm. Open and close all the windows before you lock them, relock them, because tape could have been put on a lock. Right. There's many ways to do stuff. Or oh, an extra magnet on the... Uh... They'll jump your magnet on yeah. your alarm. Yes, right. they'll put an extra magnet. You're good. You're good. <laughs> they'll short circuit it out. Yeah. It happens, especially with a basement window. A lot of times for safety, the realtor will stay upstairs and say, go ahead and look at the basement. All right? Yeah. So I'm the guy. I go look at the basement while my gun mall is upstairs distracting the lady, right. talking about the washer and dryer. 
I can bypass a window. Yeah. Okay. Very and I can easy. get right. into easy enough. Yeah. I can absolutely. bypass it. I can also, if I've worked in the business, if I end up in the garage or the basement where the alarm box is, I'll disable the entire alarm. Wow. I never thought right. of that. Oh, yeah. But now, if there's no radio in the attic, if it works right, off, right. purely off phone line, yeah. I will disable that shit. Yeah. And I can get in anytime I want. Yeah, if it's an older system. Oh, used to work off of phone lines. Easy enough. Yeah. I might have been the guy who installed it 15 yeah, years ago. Right. All exactly. right? So it happens. If you don't have a dog, fake it. A huge dog dish or two and a couple of dog toys in the kitchen are outside on the deck. Everybody gets rid of their dog for showing. You can't have pets in the house while you're showing the house, right? right. Unless it's a cat or something. But a dog, they, you know, people are allergic or they're afraid. Make it look like you have a dog. Make it look like you have a big dog. That's all, everything we've covered is in my book already. Right. But make it look like you have a dog. So the husband and wife are looking through the house going, oh, we're going to come back and rob this place. Then they go in the kitchen and go, holy shit. <laughs> look at the size of that bowl. Well, a bowl mastiff or something <laughs> right. in this house. You know what? If your friends have a cane corso or a Rottweiler <laughs> or something, put a picture on yeah, the yeah. fridge <laughs> right. of the dog. Listen, all war is based on deception. That's right. Sun Tzu. That's right. All right? So right. put a fake picture. Yeah. Muffy. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, okay. Fluffy. fluffy. <laughs> get rid of hidden spare house keys okay. and get rid of in plain sight spare house keys. All right. Yeah. Hanging Don't, up on the keyboard. Everybody always has keys <laughs> hanging in the garage between right. the garage door and the house or in the kitchen. That's right. right? Yeah. You're absolutely now, right. Now, what the problem, Sandy, is you don't see them. Right. Yeah. Because they're they there. They disappear. You don't see them. <laughs> right. Before you're going to have pe strangers in your house, duck those keys please That's right. okay <laughs> i just checked that off my list <laughs> get rid of loose keys that are under the fake rock yeah there's that under the welcome mat <laughs> all right please you know criminals have evolved ladies and gentlemen they're on to the fake rock all right they're on to the pot and plant on the deck they're on to under the welcome mat. If you're going to have kids and family members, their key should be on a chain around their neck with no keychain with the address or anything on it. So if they lose the damn key, the thief has to go to every house in town to see where it fits. Perfect. Uh, I did remove all save the dates and invitations. I'm just thinking about that from the fridge. Oh, if you have a safe and the safe has a dial, spin the dial. After oh, right. you lock the safe. Otherwise, you just gave them the one number. <laughs> yeah, or they could open the safe. Oh, yeah, right. If you, just, oh, if yeah. you lifted the lever and didn't yeah. spin the dial, right. they can try the lever. Yeah. Listen, if I'm a thief and I go in your basement and there's two safes down there, two Liberty safes, I'm going to try to handle. Yeah, right. What if it opens? Right. Bingo. Right. Right. <laughs> Bingo. See, if mine opens, mine has a keypad in the safe. Okay. <laughs> I also have an um, emergency button. Inside, inside safe. my safe and yeah. behind my safe. Oh, wow. Behind, mm -hmm. too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In case I got to reach it. Yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> these are the other things to think about. I love having cameras. I love having signs that having cameras. The house should be nice and clean. Listen, the house will sell better if it's clean and less cluttered right. anyway. Right. But think about all these things we take for granted. You know, you're a gun owner. You're an NRA member, you know, a CNJFO member. All of this falls into lockstep. You know, there are neighbors in your neighborhood that are also thinking about breaking into your house and now they get a free entry yeah, into right. your house now they know the floor plan correct but as soon as you get in the house 
You, I really want to check all the switches, contacts, doors, everything. Listen, Gorilla Tape, I can open, I can open a, uh, a a deck door and put Gorilla Tape over oh, the yeah, right. over the, the latch and shut the door, and you'd never know it. No. You'd go over and check the handle. Right. But if you pull on a door, it would be open. And now, 2 o'clock in the morning, I come in, I just open that back door. Yeah, right. And again, if it's an old alarm system, I'll dis- disable it. So it can't transmit, and it the siren. I can disable the, the the siren and everything. Old alarms. If you go, when I had my house in Whippany, when you open the basement door, that's where the box was installed. Mm. And you know the wires coming out of the box. Yeah. The alarm guy had the wires labeled. Oh, jeez. And and the, the the label on the wood coming out of the box was exterior uh, siren. Oh, so just one little you know, one okay. little pair of dice. And then and the boom. other wire was interior siren. <laughs> Okay, because no nobody's supposed to be in, in, in that your box, house right. in that box. Yeah, sure. But now I'm looking at that house. Right. And I'm right there. <laughs> and again, if I had been an alarm s- installer for a short amount of time, I know all of that shit. Right. And how many people is the key in the box in your alarm system? Right. How many people have right. that key in the box? Right. Oh, wait, it's not in the box. It's on top, top, of, right on the top of the box. That's right. <laughs> right? Who because- would look there? <laughs> <laughs> Who would look there? <laughs> That's true. All right, how many people have their back door if they have one of those illegal today deadbolts and you oh, have glass the glass in the window and the key is in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, So right. I, I'm look going on a tour in the house. You know what I do? I pull the key out. <laughs> I take it with me. That's right. Now I can co- most of the time the top key and the bottom key are key the same. That's right. Yeah, that's it's, right. Listen, there's a multitude of ways to steal. What else? If you have an extension ladder in the back of the house, lock it up. Yeah. Lock it to a deck, lock it to something. They will use your own key. They will use your own ladder to rob your house. <laughs> to, they'll leave a second floor window unlocked. If you can mind if I see the attic? No, no problem. You can go see the attic. The realtor doesn't want to climb the attic stairs. I go into the attic and the attic has a shed dormer with a window. I unlock the window. Right. Who's checking that window? <laughs> yeah, nobody. Right. Now tonight I come back, I use your extension ladder. <laughs> And I come in through your attic. <laughs> and drop the stairs down. Andrew, it can't happen to me. No. And then later on, you're scratching your head going, holy shit, how'd they do that? Because <laughs> the realtor's got a big mouth and says, oh, if you want to come back and look at it again during the week, no problem. The owner's on vacation. <laughs> That's right. Right? That's absolutely well, right. Well, anytime you want to see it this week, you want to come back with your family, day or night, they're on vacation. Right. There's nobody in the house. <laughs> You got plenty of time. We got plenty <laughs> of time here. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> so these are the things that I want all of you to think about. Very, very important. Now I'm going to change the subject. Uh, we have instructor classes coming up, NRA instructor classes, and most of them are like BIT. The first one is almost sold out. Go to Gun for Hire and click on Gun for Hire Academy and check out our um, uh, classes. We have range safety officer. Basic instructor training, which is a prerequisite before you take pistol, rifle, or shotgun instructor. Yep. You also have to have the basic student class, which yes. we can help you with. We have pistol, rifle, shotgun instructor. Again, another range safety officer class and a chief range safety officer class being taught by me and Chuck Leonard. So we got the, the all of us guys are going to be there. Um, Ainsley sent the uh, – he's been communicating a lot. He's been listening to the show. And we were talking about Operation Choke Point. Yeah. You know, with the co-cancel culture with the financial industry. So Ainsley had a great one. He says that um, what the gun community needs to do is form a credit union in every state. 
He said a credit union is controlled by its members, and you only need $25,000 to start. Many churches, houses of worship, civic organizations have their own credit unions. He says, make sure that you give me credit for the idea and put me on the board when you form one. He goes, please, thank you, and you are welcome. He's a pisser. Uh, Marty's hanging out the window looking for you. So uh, he sent me a link. It's ncua.gov. Anybody out there want to start a credit union for the gun industry in New Jersey, I will be a depositor, and I will use it as well. So the website is ncua.gov, and it's a national credit union, and we can start our own credit union, uh, which I think is pretty cool, so we're not subjected. So um, Ainsley will be asking for more information on that. Support those who support you. Check out the Quarantine Crawl, crimeproofbook.com. Sandy, uh, real quick, pitch again for the VHS because they uh, the veterans really need it. Please. GoFundMe.com and search for VHS of Ocean County. VHS of Ocean County. Five bucks, ten bucks, anything you can do. We are raising money to help homebound veterans and people with memory disorders. We love you guys. Well, it looks like the clock on the wall says it all. You have wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counter-think media production. The music used in this podcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, who I can actually see today, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, who I cannot see today, we love you guys. Each one, reach one, be safe. And if you're selling your home, make sure you take notes on that. That's pretty cool. Love you guys.